welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show with your business coach, Mac Atram, and today you are in for a treat. I am in conversation with Timmy Oroz, and we're going to learn more about her and the work she does. But before I bring her up here for her to speak, uh, I want to say, Timmy, is an impact strategist and um, she's a game changer. She helps purpose-driven business owners to really scale up, make more money, have a better lifestyle and live authentically even more. So Timmy, welcome to the Business Success Show. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and ready to share a lot of my insights as well with your uh, listeners and the viewers. So Let's get this baby going. Exactly. And thank you for being here. I really appreciate that. Today, you're a business mentor. You help yes. people who are spiritual, purpose-driven, want to make an impact to this world. But some of my readings about you was you were a CEO at the age of 30 years of age, right? Running a corporate company. And by the age of 32, you were burned out. What happened? Yeah, I think it happened to quite a few people, and I'm sure that maybe what I'm about to share and many of you can relate to at least some part of my journey, because what happened that I made this goal for myself that I, I really wanted to run a company and be in that position that I can really stretch myself and, and create value for an entire team. And and that was my goal back then. This was back in 2015 when I, I worked with a coach um, to help me figure out what I want to do with my career. So I, I wrote this goal down that I really want to, to lead a company to become a CEO because I was driven by the sort of ego-driven goals. And then I thought, this is going to look good for me. This is great on paper for my career. So I didn't really put the real why behind it. And I think that was one of the biggest reasons why I ended up burning out, even though I loved the entire journey of it and the whole experience. So when the opportunity came and I was off, for the, the CEO position. It was for a, a brand new hotel. I was there from the from the beginning to build everything up from scratch, the team, the infrastructure, the, the processes. So it was a lot of fun and I could see the results of the work as well fairly quickly. But during that process, I, I somehow ended up focusing too much on this new persona that I built up and I thought I had to pretend to be this strong businesswoman who's calling the shots and, and making these decisions and when negotiating uh, with mm -hmm. lawyers or, or different suppliers. So I didn't really realize that I could just be myself in business and I could still be the strong, confident leader I am today without pretending to be someone that I'm not. And so let me ask you this. That, yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. You burned out, and at that moment, my reading was that you, I think you went to Sri Lanka and took time out, three months in the jungle, three months in the forest. Was that, was that what happened? Yeah, why, absolutely. Why Sri Lanka? One day, one day and why, I just woke up. Go on. Hmm. 
It could have been anywhere else. I think when you reach that point when you are really not sure anymore, what is it that you want in your career and just you feel like ex extremely exhausted and you just feel like something is missing, even though that things looked great on paper, one day I just woke up and I realized, okay, I need to stop. I need to make a change. And I knew that the direction I was, I was, I was walking right into was going completely against my real self. So the next morning I went actually and had a conversation with the, the rest of the group. And I told them that I'm sorry, but I need to quit. I don't know why I can't really explain it logically, but I just mm. know that I have to go into a different direction and find a different path that is going to feel more aligned. So within a few months, I literally got rid of everything that I had. I, I passed on the operations as well. And I left the country. I was living in Malta at the time. It's, in the, it's a small country in the Mediterranean island. Sorry, the Mediterranean Sea. And um, I wanted to go way far. That was the decision that I, I knew that I really just need to go really far, really far. And I wanted to put myself into an environment that was very different to what I was experiencing up until that point. And that was my proper first time being out of Europe as well. And I really felt that I needed a massive cultural change as well to be around me, to, to see different cultures, to see different environments so I can start shifting things in my own mind to help me understand what is the the more aligned or more suitable way for me to to live my life in general and business is a big part of my life so that's how Sri Lanka came to me it, it was something that just popped up really randomly one morning I was like okay it's going to be Sri Lanka so I bought the ticket not knowing what's going to happen and I just went there with a backpack completely on my own and did the sort of uh, initially I did the typical uh, finding yourself uh, walks and trying to explore things and I went back to um, to Europe for a little bit and I still felt that something was still, no, hold on hold on still let, let me rewind for a moment you're in <laughs> Sri Lanka you don't know anybody you yeah. trape through the jungle you're backpacking you're doing all of that thing what so in the midst where you don't know anybody and some and it is remote and and you are taking care of yourself what was the biggest lesson for you in that remote environment what did what's the biggest thing you learned in that environment for three months the biggest thing was probably that you need to be so open to receive new connections into your life because i met with so many amazing people during those months and the only reason I, I I had the opportunity to meet with these people is because I was open to start conversations with certain people maybe other travelers the locals or just people that showed up along mm. those along those weeks and those months and I think people have this power to really give you that uh, kick in the butt or that motivation that you need or just to to help mm. you see things from a very different perspective and I probably learned more about myself and just in general about life during those short months while I was allowing these conversations to come to me. And I truly believe that us as humans, we, we have this potential to, to support one another when we really create space to pay attention to the other person and, and what they are trying to tell us or just being there and listening to them. So if I had to pick just one thing out of the so many that I learned through there, it probably would need to come down to people and that power of building connections, genuine and real connections without any expecting anything back in return and wow. just being there for one another, if that wow. makes sense. You know, absolutely. You know, connecting with others, realize that this you, we are not on this planet alone. We're connected to absolutely. each other. So, yeah, I get it. And that's fantastic. So now 
you've now come back to Europe. You've had these three months of really chilled out, connecting with people, living in nature, eating fresh nutritional food because it's just there. You don't have to go to a supermarket. <laughs> so now you're back in Europe. Then what happened? What happened that I thought that I figured out what I wanted to do and then a few months later it turned out I still didn't. And first, it, I felt that it was a bit of a something uh, stirring within me. I don't know. I don't know what's the best way to describe it, but I really felt that I was changing as a person internally so mm. rapidly that I couldn't really understand anymore who am I. I just felt that something is changing. And I was back in Europe and I moved to to Barcelona in Spain at a time. And and I took on a job as a marketing and, and sales director that felt that this is more in line with what I wanted to do serving the, the student community and, and helping them travel as well to open their mindset. So I felt that was something more genuine. And that was this little voice still nugging me and still telling me that there is more to this. There's something else you should be doing. And even though I wasn't completely wasting my potential and I was happy in general, everything was great. But, you know, that little something that mm -hmm. keeps telling you that there's something more out there, like you're still right. not doing it. This is still not it. So in early 2020, that was January, that's when I, I started reflecting and really trying to put things into perspective. And I said, okay, I'm coming back to the same circle that I did before when I quit my job, when yeah. I burnt out. And I realized that pattern coming back to, to repeat in my career. And I said, okay, either I, I carry on and doing this for the rest of my life or I do something again now to shake things up a little bit. So I pulled the rug under my feet and I, I quit that job, even though it was a great job, great opportunity. And I said, I need to do something for myself. I need to put my own ideas out there and I need to bring my love for spiritual development and my love for building businesses together. And that's going to be the only way for me personally to be able to be my authentic self in my career and at work. And it took me a, a long time to figure this one out. When when it finally hit, it, it really felt like a bit of a like a breakthrough moment or an epiphany that something just bursts wide open in your brain somehow. And then you finally get that level of clarity that I haven't actually got until that point. So that was the time when I actually started my business and I realized that I need to be focusing on working only with people who are driven by making a positive impact, mm. businesses that are here to, to help humanity become better to help societies become better and just creating positive value instead of just selling any products or services just for the profit or just for scaling so, so you know I, I get it and and you and and timmy you talk about you mentioned the word authenticity now mm -hmm. what does authenticity mean when it comes to business it means that you don't have to pretend to be anyone else that you actually are. And that's probably the easiest way of explaining it because for, I think for many years, especially within the business world, when someone is in, in sort of senior positions, people are expecting you to behave in certain ways. There are so many, I think, educational materials out there that have been teaching us that this is the five levels of leadership. This is the X methods of your sales technique. And mm. none of that was really telling you that what you need to be doing instead is, yes, you can follow some strategies and follow some uh, sort of guidance, but where are you in that process? Like what makes you you in that process? And mm -hmm. When you are thinking about authenticity and businesses, I think that's going to be the biggest 
aspect you need to really figure out. How can I bring my real self into my day-to-day -day activities without pretending to be someone that I'm not? Then how can I choose my client base to be able to speak with them as I'm speaking with my friends? How can I create my marketing in a way that genuinely sounds like me right. not just a, a quick uh, I call it like the bro marketing hack and like you have to do this and like yeah. I don't know you have got 10 minutes to left to change your life like that sort of pressuring techniques and if you are able to sit back for a second and look at your business and, and try to understand like how does my business reflect who I am really deeply within what is that sort of energy that drives me how does that look like in my business? Is it coming across? Is my individual purpose and that mission that you have in you, is that coming across in your customer service? Is that coming across in how you manage your teams or how you choose suppliers or contractors? So you can do a quick so, sample on that. Yeah, that's great. Some great information, by the way. And one thing I was going to ask you is, is the fact that at some point in your life you were being inauthentic in terms of who you are do you think that's what led you to your your burnout at the age of 32 or was it something else it was definitely the massive player the massive part of that was feeling like that i i just couldn't be myself anymore right in a job that i actually loved and i really loved the job itself i loved the team that i was running i loved the industry that i was in as well yet I just felt that because I, I couldn't, I don't know, talk about energy or spirituality or these kind of things that I, I really love talking about or mindset shifts in my work environment, because if I went into a meeting, I couldn't start having a, a conversation about uh, the human consciousness and, and things <laughs> like that. I no. had to have those, you know, business models like how's the weather and, you know, the economy and mm. and. And it was slowly, slowly killing me inside day by day. And I didn't even realize it. And I didn't realize that that was the biggest reason of my burnout. Only after I've, I've done about a year or two years of, of reflecting and, and mm. trying to connect the dots to understand what actually happened. So, yeah, when you cannot be your true self in your business or in your work, it's definitely going to have some negative impact on you. In my case, it led to a, a full on burnout. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being so transparent and open uh, in, in telling us that, because I think there are people who may be going through it, maybe going through some element of depression, maybe going through some element of things are not working and they can't figure out, they don't know. So by sharing your story that actually, if you're not being yourself, you're not being real, it will catch up with you. And, and, and leading from that, um, Timmy, one of the questions I had for you was this. There are, we have, we've got people listening in from all over the world and um, maybe they've started their business already. They've been running their business for, for many years. Maybe things are not going so right. They've just heard you talk about authenticity, mission, purpose. How can a business owner define what their true business or personal purpose or mission is so they can be more authentic to that? That's a really valid question because usually that's what causes the confusion in someone's business and, and their relation to their own businesses, not understanding 
what is the reason why I'm really doing this? Mm. And if if someone is not fully aware of how can I bring my true inner purpose and mission into my business? And if you don't know what the answer to that, you need to really take a step back of understanding what your business does, who is it for, and how does it create any sort of positive impact around you, either for your customers, for your teams, for the community or the environment or or anything on a, on a global scale. So I always recommend creating something what I call is an impact statement which is actually a really cool exercise it's a bit of a digging into understanding what really drives you on a personal level and how you can translate that into your your business service and the the formula that I recommend doing is really defining those non-negotiable values that you have as an individual and really Mm. understand what are the things that you would fight for that's probably the easiest to try to understand what are the things that that make you feel upset because you feel it's not fair or there's injustice around it. Those are clear indicators to know that you feel passionate about those things and and you need to start bringing that somehow step by step into your business as well. Um, so, for example, if someone feels really passionate about, I don't know, people not getting their their voices heard and then they create podcasts, for example, <laughs> to, mm. to make sure that they are getting people hurt so they they can share their own truths and then their own experiences that could be a way of of digging back into what is the real impact I'm creating with the business in a simple example as I brought up the podcast because that's what we are doing right now so I'm not picking on you Mac I'm just I'm just bringing this this example (laughs) so if someone is running a podcast for example that then you know that it's not just about getting the exposure it's not just about having those conversations or giving tips but putting people out there connecting those people as well connecting the audiences with your guests so you can really dig a layer deeper into understanding what is the bigger picture here? How does my business make a positive impact? What can I start communicating in my marketing, in my business that by choosing us as a customer or as a partner, you are contributing to creating this positive impact with Mm. us together. And that goes back to the beginning of our conversation, people. And everyone has to be connected in some ways and business is no different. So you need to be finding a ways how you can connect with your people, either your customers or your teams or your partnerships as well. Awesome. You know, one of the, one of the things that I've heard many people talk about, uh, which I do agree with, by the way, is that we are spiritual beings having a, a human experience. So as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as coaches, as consultants, it doesn't matter. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Talk to, to, talk to us about that. For those who haven't thought about that and may be thinking, what does that actually mean? Yeah, it's, uh, I could talk about it for, I don't know, probably the whole day, <laughs> but I tried to give you the shortest version of that. So definitely when you look at things, that how you live your life on, in this physical form and on this, on this planet, doesn't matter what you believe in you have to agree at some point that there must be a reason for why we are here and there must be a purpose behind this whole game we called the human life or planet earth it can't just be a simple coincidence that we happen to be this tiny dot within the massive galaxy out there and we just happen to be the only civilization who's experiencing this so uh, personally I, I don't believe that is the case that we are the only ones here doing something similar so even if you are not following any sort of self-analysis or spiritual um, development methods or anything like that, I'm sure that you still have that question in your mind, like, what's the purpose of my life? Why am Mm. I here? 
to me, that is spirituality. When you start learning more about yourself and you want to start playing with these bigger existential questions and maybe you never find the answers, but at least you start playing with the whole idea and you start raising your own level of conscious thinking and you start making decisions by becoming a lot more self-aware about your own decisions and that's when the game changes and it goes from just having a physical experience and we you know we are born we grow up we get educated I don't know we start working and we die that can't be it like that Mm. can't be it it's it's impossible that that's the only way why we are here so while you have this period of, of time here on this physical form you might as well use that time to explore your your deeper questions and try to find some of the answers. And if you found some of the answers, share it with others because we are all seeking and we are all looking for the answers. So that's when the connection comes into play as well. That if someone is um, looking to have a bit more meaning into their, I think, a bit more meaning into their lives, spiritually or on a personal development uh, level. How can I share my knowledge? How can I connect with other people as well to to help all of us connect and help all of us become a little bit more self-aware? So this whole game becomes more of a spiritual game instead of just having a physical body and we are suffering yeah. and that's, that's not it. That's not that's it. Not we are here exactly. to have fun. So might Someone, as well be know, having fun with our business as well. Exactly. In regards to what you're saying there to me, um, you may have come across it. Someone, I can't remember where I saw this, but we are born into this world. It's guaranteed we're going to die. Everything else in between is down to us. Everything else in between is thus that us to figure out and, and make a bigger impact in your case or do things differently, uh, help other people, have a good life, help your family. Um, and so I came across a speaker not too long ago. And he said, I'm trying to, he said, I have no fear in making money. I have no fear in running my business, making as much money and helping people charitably. I'm not worried about where the money is coming from. And you know the one thing he said is because I have faith in something bigger than me. I have faith in God. That's what he said. I have faith in God, a a, a source that's bigger than me. Because I have that faith, I have no fear. Now tell us, um, Timmy, Mm -hmm. what is the difference between someone sitting in fear and someone having faith in business it's a massive difference because when everything is managed by fear or if you're making decisions that are fear-based they're never going to be the actual decisions that will bring you real results they might get you out of that situation temporarily but they're not going to be generating uh, solutions or results for you that are going to be permanently benefiting you and your business quick example for that maybe you start seeing that your sales are dropping suddenly you've had steady months you have been growing and then out of nowhere suddenly your sales went down it's a normal reaction you're going to start panicking as an entrepreneur obviously and you start questioning things but if you allow fear to take over your own decision making process as a business owner you're not going to be creating a a smart or creative decision because when you have that fear-based situation you are going into panic mode Your, your brain does not function properly and you're not going to be in a position to come up with a slightly out of the box solution or you're not going to be able to see something that is innovative or visionary or something that is a little bit different because you are panicking 
panicking and you are in survival mode as a business owner, even though if it's just a little dip in your sales, but you're going to start panicking. So instead of doing that, and then you have faith in yourself, first of all, as a business owner, you don't even have to have faith in, in God or spirit or, or anything that much bigger than you, but have faith in your own capabilities as the entrepreneur, as the business mm -hmm. owner, and know that you've got this. And yes, you've had a bit of a bump on the road, but once you truly believe in your own mission and you know why your business is there and you know the impact the business is creating, you will have that faith and you can switch from that fear-based decision-making to faith-based decision making when you allow all these amazing creative ideas to come to you and you notice things from different perspectives because you're not looking at the problem like this when you are working out of fear or being stressed or having anxiety but when you sit back and you take a bit of a deep breath and you relax okay let's see let's see how I can look at this from different perspective you will maybe see a, a client who's uh, ready to come back to you or maybe use different or realize a new market that you haven't started working with or you suddenly have a new partnership that you can have a joint venture with there are so many opportunities you can notice when you are in a calmer state of mind so in a short way i think that's probably the biggest positives of, of having a faith-based um sort of mindset when you are a business owner versus generating uh your functioning based on on fear i'm not okay. sure if that makes sense well, but no, I I get it. Like this well, for hours. <laughs> yeah no i know you i know you can and in a moment i do want to ask you about tell us about the work you do now and how people can get in touch with you i'll ask you that in a moment and um you know, the thing about fear and faith, it's so, so important. And, and people create their own suffering and through their own resistances. And I, and I see that all the time as a business coach. Hey, by the way, you are listening to Timmy Oroz with Mac Atram, the business coach at the, on the Business Success Show. Now, if you like what you are hearing, smash the like buttons, subscribe, follow, do whatever you need to do. Leave a comment as well. What is coming out for you? What are you picking up here? And so that we can also um, bring that to light. Now, going over to Timmy. Timmy, tell people, you know, because you work with business owners and help them scale, but you work with purpose-driven business owners. Tell us a little about what you do and also how can people get in touch with you or work with you or connect with you? Thank you for that. Um, the, the best sort of uh, aligned, and I highlight this as well. So I've become very selective during my time as an entrepreneur, and I recommend everyone doing the same thing. Be selective of who you work with. So the most aligned clients for me would definitely be customers, or sorry, definitely be entrepreneurs who are driven by purpose. They are driven by making an impact in our society and driven by helping humanity evolve and helping humanity grow collectively so anyone who's uh, into spirituality such as they are spiritual coaches they are energy healers they are educators those are the the aligned clients to to work with me and what I do for them is I really help them to understand what opportunities that they are not seeing right now in their business to go from where they are right now to really start scaling and make a bigger positive impact because that's what happens in someone's business when you're not looking into your scaling strategies you're actually minimizing the amount of impact your business could be making out there and that's a, a different way of looking at things and many people within the spiritual industry are afraid of monetizing their services mm. that's a Big, why big, does that happen? Big, uh, why, 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 why does that happen? 
Yeah, what I've noticed as well during the last couple of years is that a lot of people have these negative associations and their negative belief systems when it comes to thinking that passing on spiritual knowledge or or helping others using spiritual skills such as guidance or healing uh, skills, they shouldn't be charging money for it. This was something that was happening maybe two, five thousand years ago, and that's how mm. spirituality maybe evolved. But it's not relevant anymore. The same way as we are no longer just trading food with, I don't know, I don't know, um, with uh, wheat or uh, drinks. We mm. are in a material world right now. That's what's happening right now. I'm sure it will change as well, maybe in five hundred years. But this is the current timeline that we're experiencing. So if someone yeah. is trying to build a business using their spiritual passion and their spiritual development, it's absolutely fine to. Do that now because you chose to be here now in this uh, exact moment and yeah. if you really didn't have to work on the material world and the material planes you would not be here right now in this physical form you would be i don't know somewhere else maybe way into the future so the, the best way if anyone who resonates with any of this i actually have a lot of free resources on my website which is connect one marketing and it's called Connect for Marketing because we are all connected and we are all one. So that's what we've been talking about as well. And they can just book in any, any sessions with me or download any of my free materials to start making a bigger impact in our world. Superb. So that's connectonemarketing.com, right? That's Fantastic. Correct. Reach out to um, Timmy, have a conversation. Let's see how she can help you. Now, Timmy, you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask earlier on, I'll ask it now before we wrap up, is this. You have, you're originally from Hungary, you've traveled around the world to different cities, different countries. How has that shaped you as a person in terms of your objective outlook um, on things? How has that shaped you, do you think? Massively. <laughs> I would say that if I was in a situation that I could make travel compulsory for everyone out there, I would so do it because traveling to different countries, different cities, seeing different cultures really changes your own character as well, because you are going to be receiving different perspectives from different cultural traditions or just having different type of communications with people for example i'm originally from hungary we have a very direct communication style versus when you come to somewhere like spain which is more mediterranean it's going to be more softer so even that is going to be very different and that just communication that i'm speaking about or work ethic as well if you are traveling and you have the opportunity to spend at least a few months in a different environment in a different country it really is going to have an impact on on how you become more acceptive as well. I think you can be more open minded to different perspectives, different concepts, because you are seeing new um, new ideas around you that maybe you were having exposed to previously. So travel has played a massive, massive role, I think, in my own personal development and, and being always getting up and going to a new place and starting fresh and, and building the new communities around me and just adapting to the local culture as well. It really shapes you as a person and That's it makes fantastic. you a lot more. Yeah. Flexible. What's that? 11 countries? If you can travel, please do it. How, how many countries? How many cities? How many, where have you been, for example? 
I've lost I've lost count now, but uh, yeah. So for uh, I, I lived uh, in the UK for ten years, so that takes up a, a massive massive chunk of my of my timeline. Uh-huh. But even there, I, li- I lived in a couple of cities, so definitely within Europe, pretty much all of the countries within uh, within Europe and the European Union, I've I've been to, and um, been to the Philippines, Sri Lanka as well, as I mentioned, and to live in cities as well. I can't even count. I think I've got it written down somewhere, so I might right. try to dig that up. I did count it about a year ago or two years ago, so I've got it listed. But uh, the one of the the sort of biggest transformations that helped me, and it comes down to a city or a country, one of them has to be Athens in Greece. I, I have to highlight that. It was one of those uh, inner callings that I had. I just felt this had this feeling that I have to go to Athens. I have to go to Athens. I didn't know why. And um, that was the first time I traveled on my own. And probably that's why it really stands out for me. And one of the most life-changing experiences for me was taking that courage and believing in myself that I can go and travel on my own for a, for a few days and meet amazing people and and enjoy the, the whole experience. And when you travel alone, it's a very different experience when you are traveling with your friends or with your loved ones or with your family because you are the one calling the shots and you are the one who needs to find people that you're going to be having conversations with and you're going to have to be a lot more open to what you truly want to be doing when you're in a new culture, a new city or a new country. That's fantastic. So anyone who's watching this, yeah, if you can travel, please do it today. <laughs> you're a living, living example of how people can transform their life, transform their business, live life on their terms. So on that note, I want to say, Timmy, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here on the Business Success Show to share your wisdom, to share your knowledge, to share your experience and also to let people know that they can live life on their terms. Until we speak again, thank you for being here. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It was such an amazing experience. And just one last note as well I would like to add is that I think what you are doing is massively impactful as well. So that's definitely something that is highly inspiring and people like you are so needed in our world right now. So just keep changing lives for the better because you're inspiring people on a larger scale and that's beautiful. My absolute pleasure. And, and um, yeah, let's continue doing what we are doing because it's like you said earlier on, if you can help a lot of people, a lot more people live their purpose, make an impact, yeah. actually changes the world, transforms the world. And that's the reason why I do what I do as well. So we have a lot of synergy there. So thank you for being here. <laughs>